Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We are the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 107 of Blah Blah Podcast. The real episode 107, not that fake one that dropped the other week. The only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture news. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Mr. Sean Smith. Hello. Hello there, you and your new iMac. Yes, it is me, iMac. (laughs) (laughs) iMac and me. I I shame no Mac. (laughs) This is not how we do uh, things in a new era. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you like go and rob the Apple Store or something like that? Get exactly your that way. Yes. Nice. You know what I want to do one day? I want to get like an apple, make an apple stand, sell apples next to an Apple Store, so then they have a nice, delicious treat after. Jason, you're a special apples. child. Thanks. That's what my mom told me every night. And also, also with us is Mr. Steve Coltis. <laughs> Sean, by the way, when we started the podcast. My phone asked me, Twitter asked me if I would like to be notified of your Twitter posts. And I decided to click yes. Oh, good, good. Oh. Sean, you got to post like really profane and just awful things now. <laughs> like, All right, here I comes the, the uh, Japanese penis contest. <laughs> why did I sign up for this? <laughs> oh, Japanese penis contest. That goes right in line with the uh, dick sucking convention. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we know a uh, few people who are there. Yeah, we do. Right, yeah, and rounding out this crew is crazy, crazy Chris. You Old guys soup. talked about a penis contest before you even introduced me. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Chris is in his new haunted house. Hopefully, one of the ghosts of the dead Native Americans on his property could uh, join the podcast. I'm trying to hang these friggin' curtains. <laughs> Keep out all the evil juju. <laughs> and so the neighbors don't see my dangle. Oh God. <laughs> They're gonna see. They're gonna see your dingus. Your Christmas ornament. At least put on a good show. Trying, but I guess you know who will put on a good show. Us, Sean. Get out that rundown. Oh, it's out, Jason. It's out. Oh, um, it's out. Just like Chris's dangle. <laughs> uh, let's start this week with our look at the Dun Clock. Uh, we've been Dun away. Clock. We've been away for two weeks, so uh, we are actually now down to. Uh, double digits. Uh, we are at 99 days left on the Dun Clock. Oh, fuck. Okay. Who here is excited to see Dun- uh, Dunkirk? You almost called it Dun Clock. <laughs> I almost called it Dun Clock. <laughs> I am. Sean, I know you are. Steve, are you excited to see Dunkirk? Uh, incredibly, and I hope I can see it with you guys, because otherwise there's no reason to see it. <laughs> yeah, if you see it by yourself, where's the excitement? <laughs> there's no, there's no excitement, yeah. Oh, my God, we'll get kicked out of the theater. Speaking of nearly getting kicked out of the theater, I uh, saw Logan again this past weekend at the Alamo Draft House, And <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm, I'm glad this was my second time seeing the movie because if it was my first time, I would have been really, really mad. But, you know, at the end of the movie, when it flashes the title Logan, some girl behind, like a few seats Spoiler. behind me. Some bitch. <laughs> some girl a few seats behind me, she was drunk out of her mind. She was just like, Logan! <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, you know what's going to happen when you go see Dunkirk at the same theater. I know. Dunkirk! <laughs> she was just like, Logan! And then some guy got into a, like, nearly a fist fight with another guy for talking. Oh, whoa. He was just like, you almost were, he was like, you were talking throughout the whole movie, man. And the guy who was talking was some, like, meathead douchebag. He probably, like, eats vapes for breakfast. And he was just like, <laughs> what you going to do about it, bro? What you going to do? I'm like, Jesus Christ, I couldn't make this shit up. Where do you man. live? Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wait, no, I don't. I, I live uh, near the the uh, dick sucking convention. That's where I live. Uh, yep. What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah, Dunkirk. Prime time. <laughs> All right, Jason, why don't we move away from Dunkirk and the dick sucking convention and... Uh, <laughs> Let's go to uh, this week's look at the uh, DC News Minute. And actually, I have an updated, I have an updated intro for this week. Again? Jeez, you're <laughs> yes. great. 
And he's coming! I don't want no beef. You want no beef? Shit, I will fight him. <laughs> oh, when the when Joker's just like itch in my crotch. That's the worst thing. That's probably the worst line in cinematic history. Or the best, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, depending on who you are. Yes. Um, All right. Depending on if you want to watch the world burn. <laughs> you also remember when uh, Jared Leto's Joker was purring in Suicide Squad? It was like in the scene where he was going to jump in the vat of chemicals with Harley Quinn. He's just like. I'm like, fuck, man. And then he took a shit off in the kitty litter box. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. What what DC news do you have, Sean? All right. Let's let's start the timer and go. Uh, There's a rumor. Oh, apparently it's been confirmed that uh, Joss (laughs) Joss Whedon is in talks to write and direct the solo Batgirl film for DC. Cool. Nice. That'll be cool. Well, he was heavily involved with Marvel for a while, so this is definitely a, a, a big turn. I just bad breakup. He turned heel. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a studio thing that he's not good with, so might not yeah, end well. Yeah, you're right. You won't. If he didn't like Marvel's handling, yeah. he's in for the awakening. Uh, Steppenwolf actor Sirian Hines described his character as quote He's old, tired, still trying to get out of his own enslavement to Darkseid, but he has to keep on this line to try to take over worlds. It feels like uh, an allegory for the fans trying to watch these DC movies. It feels like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, according to CinemaCon, Justice League's running time is expected to be two hours and 50 minutes. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. God. Of all darkness, there's going to be no sunlight in that movie. <laughs> and time's up. We actually got through the entire uh, news minute this week. Nice. I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you. Yeah. We didn't even filibuster the entire thing this time. Here's uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys one free ticket to the dick-sucking convention. Ooh. Oh, nice. I don't need Sean. your invitation. I already am going. <laughs> Sean, not to exceed the minute, but did you see the thing about Dolph Lundgren? No. He's supposed to play a character in Atlantis. He's about some name that starts with an M. He's like uh, Man Ray. Aquaman's, Aquaman, <laughs> yeah, Man Ray. He's, he's Aquaman's like right hand man. Man, oh, I hope it's Man Ray. He goes around picking up people's wallets and the, and the dirty bubble. <laughs> <laughs> the atomic flounder. No, this is. I, I haven't heard anything about that. I'm curious to see what he's doing in that movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, also, as we mentioned before, apparently tomorrow Morrison's also going to be in the movie. So they're they're oh. they're putting together a great cast. Yeah, he's playing it's the under, computer hacker. It's underwater Django Fett. <laughs> um, all right. Curtains are installed. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm glad we had that update. Um. They look terrible. Uh, are they all lopsided? No, there's just one curtain, and it's just flopped there. <laughs> <laughs> like a drunk guy out of a car. <laughs> it's just, as, long as, as long as it hides your dingus, it's all right for now. There's no curtain rod. <laughs> Wait, but it what? does hide my dingus. How did you put it up without a curtain rod? Oh, it's the ghost is holding it, right? <laughs> no, I just, you know, wedged this piece of metal in the door, the window frame. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on um, really quickly because I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who actually saw this movie. Um, this past week, I was able to go see the Ghost in the Shell movie. Um, ah, the John, you're a racist who likes it's whitewashing. White, you whitewash. <laughs> Do I, am I supporting the white agenda by seeing this movie? I'm not yes. aware of this. Tumblr told me that you're a racist. Yeah, and, and aren't they the same people who are saying that the, the chick shouldn't be playing the mummy because she's too white? Yeah, and, and it Ni- turns out she's actually she's from Af- Nigeria. She's from Nigeria. Or Algeria. She's from Algeria or Nigeria. It's one of the Jurys. One of the Jurys. <laughs> well, anyway, so I saw uh, the Ghost in the Shell movie, and I'm not too familiar on the source material, so Chris, you'll have to help me out here. Sure. Um, but overall, I thought the movie was just meh. Um 
It, I mean, it looked really nice. I mean, you see it in the trailer. A lot of the visuals are very, very well done. Uh, and, you know, Scarlett Johansson's good enough in the movie. I mean, she doesn't really have a ton to do. Um, but the screenplay for this movie is awful. It's really bad. Really? And I'm curious to, if, like, what the changes are from the original anime to the movie uh, apparently, from what I could uh, research, not a ton, which makes me concerned about why this this uh, Ghost in the Shell anime was so highly regarded when the stories is not that good. I heard it had to do with the pacing. I was reading some people online compare the two. They said that the story is generally the same, but um, I haven't seen either. I actually have the first the uh, original Ghost in the Shell. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet, but. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, they said the story is virtually the same. It's just the animated movie is w- well, according to what I was reading, was well more paced out, and um, which makes for a better movie, I guess. And also, I think when it came out at the time, it was just visually stunning, which really, really like makes it an A plus in some people's books. Which it's a great looking animated movie for the mid nineties. Oh, you're talking about the oh. animated movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animated movie. I'll level with better you. Paced. I never saw Ghost in the Shell. Oh, wow. well, then you can't help at all. But I did read that it's doing very well in Japan, so I guess the people that liked it... Is it? Uh, Chris, our resident weebo. Weeaboo, Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, you embarrassed yourself, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to look this up because uh, I haven't heard this about the movie doing well anywhere. Go ahead, Sean Spicer. Check my facts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, it, that's your new nickname, Sean Spicer. Because oh, it no. uh, it did not obviously it didn't do well in America. Um, no, it did not. Which I thanks I, to the social justice clan. <laughs> well, I blame. Uh, they just hate anime because it's fun. I I blame the marketing for the movie because they never really explained what the movie was about. It was just you, ghosts. You just well and shells. You, you just see all these visuals and then you it, know what the problem is? It's a blatant ripoff of. Uh, Total, re- not Total Recall. Uh, Blade Runner. It is not exact. No, not really. Well, the premise is that you, girl gets a robotic body called a shell, and that's like she's the ghost in the shell. Yeah, I got that part. And I don't uh, know. It, it reminds me very much of the Blade Runner universe. That dystopian. I mean, I future. could see, like, for example, the it's visuals in it could remind you of Blade Runner. Like, they even have the. Uh, the uh, advertisements all over the city of just like CGI things coming out of buildings. I mean, when Blade Runner came out in the eighties, that, that type of setting really hadn't been done before. And then shortly after you see that in a lot of the animes of the time, like your uh, ghost in the shell, uh, more famously Akira, you got a lot of dystopian Blade Runner esque Mm. futures. Uh, And because it was such a fresh idea at the time, I think that's why people really took to it. But now it's kind of played out in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I thought it was funny the fact that uh, they literally make an explanation for why she's not Asian in the movie. Because um, she's a robot, and they ran out of uh, Asian. A, a white woman basis. body. It, well, yeah, that's the thing. Is she, I mean, not not to spoil things. I'm, maybe it's a small spoiler. Uh, but, you know, she was originally an Asian uh, woman. and Oh, man, I can see that making so many more people mad. And, and then they put her in a... You know, they put her brain into a robot, and uh, she's now Scarlett Johansson. Here's the thing. A lot of anime... I, I think the notion that because it's based on an anime, the characters have to be Japanese is racist in and of itself. Because if you look at some characters in anime, they're clearly based on European people. Like, if you look mm, at Full Metal true. Alchemist, it takes place in a, a alternate universe Germany. Like, to cast a Japanese person wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I think they could have just played it as it takes place in a country and she just happens to be white. Naruto has blonde hair, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and why can't there be multiple versions of things? Like, everyone's all up in arms now that uh, the Death Note Netflix movie has an American dude playing the main lead. But it's like there already was... take place in Japan, though. Well, I don't think this is from what I was reading. I could be wrong. But point being, there already was a live-action Japanese Death Note that came out 10 years ago. And it wasn't good, just yeah. like this Netflix movie. The point yeah. is, Netflix sucks. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. But what I'm saying is, it's like, why do you guys have to be so mad? You already had your Japanese version. Here's the why? American version. Well, I mean, why do you have to be so rude? 
Don't you know I'm <laughs> human too? Well, I mean, look at I mean, if you look at the the cast of the movie, uh, arguably the top three build people in the cast are all not Asian. And Hollywood kind of screwed itself because I think, in reality, a lot of Japanese actors are underused and underutilized in in movies in America. Then, as a result, there really are no Japanese besides Ken Watanabe. Really, no Japanese star power that you could turn to. Well, you know the guy in. Uh... You know who wanted in, to um, do well, so they got a, a big name actress, and Scarlett Johansson was as big as you can get right now, just about. Well, uh, you who know who's the guy in, for, in uh, Rogue One who was like, "I'm one with the Force, the Force." Johnny Yen. Johnny Yen is Chinese. He's Chinese. My bad. Yeah, and come on, Benny. Uh, but, uh, I will say the, one of the Asian people, I mean, he's actually Chinese, but, uh, the guy who played, uh, Lao from, uh, Dark Knight is in the movie. Uh, oh, I like that guy. In a small role. Uh, but overall, it's just, it's not, it's not a very good movie. The visuals are good. Um, and you know, some of the concepts are good, but it kind of fails on, on most, uh, most accounts. Uh, Chris, I will say I looked up, uh, the Ghost in the Shell box office numbers, um, and it has not yet opened in Japan. I know. I was a test. <laughs> and you passed, Sean. It did open Who up in China, how? though. Um, it's not doing a ton of... Yeah, it's not doing too well in China, but... Because uh... Chairman Mao don't like no ghosts. Well, also... <laughs> That's true. It's not... Well, that yeah, that is true, but also, uh, apparently... Uh... Chairman Mao is a ghost. Yes. That oh, is, shit. Yeah. They're going to hack you now. <laughs> well, anyway, so that was uh, that's Ghost in the Shell. So let's move to uh, another movie, which hasn't come out yet, but uh, they released the new trailer for uh, the other day, which was the new Thor Ragnarok trailer. You remember that scene from Shrek 2 where they used the song? I do, because Snow White sang it to get the animals to go insane yeah <laughs> that was my first introduction to that song, was a good song. <laughs> what a sad story that was <laughs> <laughs> anything that starts uh, with shrek 2 introduced me to that's not a good I, song. I never wore pants till i was in the fourth grade <laughs> <laughs> well, shrek has just become a meme now shrek is a living it, meme that and all-star the first the first real meme i can remember was the shrek it, well i mean besides like YouTube poop that Jason and uh, our friend Cameron and I watched. The first one I ever really saw was the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life thing. And that set oh me on a, God. Whole, on a whole new path of, of Shrek is Shrek. Love, Shrek is Life. That legitimately creeps me out. Just like the setting. Like it's at, in like a house in like the middle of the dense forest in like a misty backdrop. And it's and just like this creepy ass still- music. And then Shrek oh. comes in and, and, you know, molests fucked, that young man. He that guy. He was just trying to get Horrible. to the dick-sucking contest. Oh, right. That's where Shrek was going. That's why he flew away. Anyway, uh, about Thor. Um, yeah, I love how trailer. talking about Thor devolved into whatever you just said. <laughs> that happens sometimes. We needed, we needed uh, some meme speak. Yeah. I needed some memes to keep me going. Um, okay, anyway, so Thor. So yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Trailer just dropped, what is it, two days ago? I'll start with myself because Shrek is love, Shrek is life. I really liked it. Um, yeah, it's a great trailer. Got me pumped for the movie. Didn't give too much away. I was a little surprised beca- uh, by the tone of the trailer because I remember I don't remember the Thor one trailer at all. That was years ago. But I remember the Thor two trailer being really dark and disturbing with like Anthony Hopkins like in the beginning there was nothing but darkness. Oh, so basically the new Transformers trailer. Yeah, pretty much. And it has like the dark elves like you know threatening to kill everybody. Well, Jason, That's it Thor- was called the Dark World. Oh, yeah, and the trailer really made you believe that. Now, this, Thor Ragnarok, might as well be a completely different franchise in my eyes, even though I know it's Thor 3. Uh, but it's all colorful, definitely has Guardians. Um, so what I'm looking for, not Syndrome, because that sounds like it's a bad thing. Inspiration. But, Guardian Syndrome. Yeah, def- definitely has Guardians of the Galaxy inspiration going on. Feels a bit more like a Star Wars movie, and it has like nice little uh, 80s, uh, 90s thing in the beginning, like, oh... I bet you're wondering how I got here. All it needed was a record scratch and a freeze frame. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. Didn't have that. I'm pumped. Uh, Steve, what'd you think? Uh, 
I'm actually pretty I'm actually pretty uh, high on my Thor my Thor lore. Uh, so I I mean I noticed a few things in there. It looks like our main villain is going to be Hela, goddess of the underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. Who's a very cool character in Norse mythology and in, in the Thor Marvel world. Um, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty intense to show her shattering Mjolnir in the trailer because that's a big deal. Well, I think um, that's going to happen in like the first fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, yeah pro- I think that, that it, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the movie's probably going to begin with her invading Asgard, like you see in the trailer. Well, yeah, um, no, I think. I mean, it's clearly they're in New York. Uh, when she does that, no, that'll be. I'm I'm sure that'll be at the end. I, I'm assuming that'll be at the end. Also, she's what? Loki's. I think she's Loki's daughter. I think. Well, not in this universe. Yeah, she is. <laughs> not in this. Okay, one. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, not in this universe. Well, but, uh, not in the MCU, but in the comic universe, she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also, I think in like regular Norse mythology, she is too. But anyway, uh, the 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 trailer was really cool. I liked their little nod to Planet Hulk. In yeah. Oh yeah, episode. Hulk's gonna be in this. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, it's playing a Hulk pretty much. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I liked it. I, it was, uh, it definitely did have that Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. A lot of bright colors, pinks, purples, eighties, uh, nineties music. Uh, yep. There were ships. I mean, we've seen ships in Asgard before with uh, the Dark World when they were flying those space boats. Um, but, uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I want to see where they go with this though, because there's a lot yeah. of stuff happening this movie obviously now you really get a sense that asgard is another planet because i remember in thor one i thought asgard was another dimension not like another just not another planet but now with uh this in thor's like planet hopping pretty much you get the sense that asgard is really just another planet of you know it, yeah, well, no, it's it's, 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 it's a parallel it's a universe realm. that's yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, that's it's that's what uh what's his face was was talking about in the second one when he was like going crazy it. They show it in uh, they show it in the first movie too. It, it's uh, the universe is represented by a tree called uh, what's the name of the tree? God damn it! Um, Dunkirk. I know. Yeah, Dunkirk. It's the it's the world's tree, and every realm of reality is on the tree in different spots. So um, it is another dimension. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. My no, bad. it's a tree, Jason. Pay attention. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, I I think the, my most uh, my biggest question is. How does Thor get? I mean, not Thor. Duh. I meant to say Hulk get in that position I don't too. Think I can't wait going to see. To, I don't think they're going to explain it at all. And they got it. Are you kidding me? They got it. Even if it's so, a one-off line. Actually, but, uh, I can segue yeah, into Chris. that if you'd like. Sure. My nerddom. Uh, so this trailer took a lot of inspirations from Planet Hulk. Uh, the story behind that was Tony Stark and the Illuminati, uh, basically all the smart people in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Uh, tricked Hulk into a spaceship and shot him into space because he was too dangerous to be on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they wanted to send him to some peaceful flower planet or some bullshit. But the Hulk raged out, made it go off course, and he went to some war death planet where he was forced to be a gladiator. Eventually he just becomes ruler of that planet and comes back to get his revenge uh, leading into World War Hulk. Uh, but from what I can tell, uh, what they're probably going to do is Banner's going to be like, oh, I don't belong on Earth. I'm too miserable. And then he's going to build himself a rocket and just shoot himself into space, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or he'll try to shoot, he'll try to shoot himself in the head again. And I can't kill myself, so I'll shoot myself <laughs> into the sun. Hopefully I just freeze. He just like, he like uh, sneaks onto Cape Canaveral and just like get, uh, hitches a ride on the next rocket. <laughs> also... My friend Bill pointed this out too, and I started to notice it. What's with Marvel's trend of totally like taking their heroes and just making them human? Because I've noticed that lately. Like, well, that's the difference got... between Marvel and DC. It's like, what yeah. is it? Marvel is uh, heroes trying to be hum- human, and DC is humans trying to be heroes. It's like the polar opposite. That was all Stanley. Yeah, could... Stanley yeah. wanted to make human characters, and he got a lot of resistance. But then they were cool. so popular, they kind of embraced it. Oh, <laughs> I heard complaining in Logan that they're like, why isn't he kicking ass? Like, what's the matter with him? It's, it's the point of the movie, you guys. He's old and he's sick. Like, <laughs> he's why old. are you upset? <laughs> like, he's old, he's sick, he's over 200 years old. Like, let it go. <laughs> anyway, all right, Sean, what do you think of Thor, Ragnarok? Now, I know you feel different, so please elaborate. I'm just going to preface by saying I'm sure the movie will be good. I have nothing against the movie, I think. Uh, all the pieces are in place for a really good Marvel movie. However, I was not a fan of the trailer. 
Um, I did not like the selection of the immigrant song for the the trailer. You wanted the dragon tattoo one, didn't you? Well, it is the superior trailer. I will say that. Um, and honestly, like, I, even though it looks vibrant and colorful and, like you were saying, very Guardians-esque, uh, a lot of the shots that were in the trailer were poorly done green screens. And it completely yeah, like t- um, it, it Jeff com- Goldblum. Yeah, that's one. But it completely took me out of the entire thing because I'm like, oh, they're standing on a, a, a green screen set. Same thing with, and I, I know we were we were bastardizing the Justice League trailer for this too, saying how it looked like uh, they were fighting in you know nothingness. And I feel like that's a lot of this trailer too, where obviously they're in space, so they don't have a ton of physical locations, and it's just all green screened. And maybe it's just the fact that it you know they they put this together quick. And they didn't have time to finish all the effects. It, it could be. I don't know. I mean, when I look at the the uh, the latest Alien Covenant trailer, you see the Xenomorph, and it looks awful. I hope that's because the the effects weren't finished. But I don't know. And you know, it could be the same way for this. I don't know if the effects are finished, but I hope that they they weren't because then that would make more sense why it looks so bad. Um, mm. But like I said, I, I think it's going to be a good movie. I have all the intentions of seeing it, and I think it's going to do very well. But as for the trailer itself, it didn't impress me. Keep in mind, I think all the Thor movies are relatively weak in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, mean, I hope this breaks though, the mold. Even though I'm a fan, I do agree with Chris. As far as like all the heroes go, he's kind of just like, I mean, he's a god and stuff, and it's cool. But as far as the movies go, they're just kind of like... I wouldn't say subpar because that's not fair, but they're definitely not strong. But if they're better than the Hulk's one movie. Well, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But if, are, wait, if, are, we, are we talking the Avi Arad one from like 2005? Oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. That doesn't count. That's okay. I, okay. I forgot to mention uh, when I went to go see Ghost in the Shell, they I, I had no. Avi Arad sat next to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he's a producer on the movie. He is the producer oh, of the Ghost in the Shell oh, movie. Shit. Wow. Well, he thought they can make toys out of it, so they you signed on. You know what's really it. sad? I think Avi Arad and I could have been friends in another life. We have all <laughs> the same interests, but he's just in this position where he just takes all the things I like and then ruins them. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what <laughs> did you evil like version of you? What did you? What didn't you like about the 2008 Hulk movie with Ed Norton? If that's the one you're referring to. Oh, I thought you meant the Ang Lee one uh, from. Oh, okay. No, the Ang- that doesn't count as a Marvel movie. I like, I like uh, the 2008 one. I don't. But like it's just funny how Ed Norton goes from thing. playing the Hulk to a gay bagel in Sausage Party. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that that Hulk by far looked the best. Like I love Mark Ruffalo, but his Hulk looked a little too Jolly Green Giant esque to me. But the Hulk that Edward Norton portrayed was the best. Yeah. And I love how they still reference that that um, that incident, which took place in Harlem at the end of the Incredible Hulk, where Briefly, they fight not him in Abomination fart. Fart. I said fart. <laughs> oh, no. Abomination, yeah, abomination ab- farts. Abomination. Abomination. <laughs> yeah, where they fight. Feel- they still reference that. Like I was watching Iron Fist, and they mentioned the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, uh, but where's, where's the fucking leader? That's yeah. That is my biggest... Compl- uh, I don't want to get off on too much of Tyree, but All I completely right. agree with you. Where the fuck is the leader? Thunderbolt Ross first- just kind of forgot about the Hulk, I guess. Where's yeah. Red Hulk? Where's yeah, Red- where's Red Hulk? Where's Abomination? Just bring those characters back, goddammit. That's why I still think they're going to make an appearance in Infinity War, but I could be wrong. Maybe the leader will be the MCU's second big bad for four, five, waves 4, 5, and 6. But Jason, I thought you were going to say MC Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can come in, too. E equals MCU. Could you imagine uh, MC Hammer crushing uh, Mjolnir? Wow. <laughs> Him in his parachute can't, pants. Can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, one last thing. Um, there is a rumor. I don't know how valid it is, but there is a rumor Wait, out I there. Guess? Go ahead. Thor stumbles no, no, no. upon no. the dick sucking convention. No. Has Thor has a gay relationship with Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> it has nothing to Beta do with Ray Marvel. Beta Ray Bill is played by Avi Arad. No, no, it has, it has nothing to do with Marvel. Uh, there's a rumor that uh, the first trailer for Star Wars uh, Episode Eight is coming out on Friday. Oh, my fuck. Oh, it's just going to be like a picture of C-3PO with a purple arm. Everybody's going to lose their shit. I'm not falling <laughs> for it. <laughs> I bet you'll run we, the ring. Oh, it's the best trailer ever. Oh, Star Wars. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
I bet you're wondering how I got my purple arm. <laughs> I feel like they're trolling us and everybody just bought into it. It's just, oh, it's just gonna it's just gonna be George Lucas bend over like peeling his butt cheeks apart, like yeah, check that out. It's just like the Looney Tunes closing on his butthole. That's all, folks. Did did you see that contest that they're doing for for that they they were announced? It was Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill on Good Morning America. They were giving away like I saw that. I saw that. They're giving away three prizes, and one of them is a trip to Skywalker Ranch to watch A New Hope. Oh, I would love that. Meet George in real life. I don't I think mean, we have, even though I already have. I mean, I don't uh, think uh, I don't think they cleared this with George already. I, I don't think he knows about this. We need to ask him about that. <laughs> next just, next like, time knock, we get him on, knock, we got to ask him how he feels about the contest. You knock on the door, he opens it, and he just says a sandwich like, "Ah, what the hell are you doing to my house?" <laughs> yeah, chances are Tomorrow. people just show up to the ranch and get taken up by the stormtroopers. Well, no, yeah. they're probably missing. Well, he's got uh, Jake Lloyd and uh, Tamora Morrison. I mean, he's got a house. couple of those red guys with those, like, staffs of Ra. You mean the Imperial <laughs> Guards? The Imperial Guards. Yeah, them. Oh, good. I told him he should upgrade. That's good. Um, all right. Uh, moving on, let's go to uh, some casting news, uh, which the big one that came out today, big breaking news, apparently. Uh, Luke they... Skywalker is going to be played by Mark Hamill. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Uh, Chris, I don't know if you know about this yet, but uh, we finally have cable casted for Deadpool 2. <laughs> I said it again. God damn it. Sean, Sean, you're fired. Deadpool 2. <laughs> uh, do you know who's playing cable? Pierce Brosnan? No, it is not Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? No, it's not that. I I'll, wish. <laughs> it is uh, Josh Brolin is playing cable. Oh, yeah, the man who's oh. already playing Thanos isn't that crazy? Marvel loves double casting. I'm sure they'll make a Love. joke of that. Yep, I guess Did the loophole was he's, it's it's only his voice as Thanos, but Cable is his likeness. <laughs> I mean, I know they're two different studios, Fox and Marvel, but I just thought since it was the same character properties, I I I'm honestly maybe, very surprised. Maybe this is another Cable. scenario uh, like what we had with Ego, where maybe they're trading something. That we don't uh, know good yet. Good point. Maybe they're trading Venom. Oh, I, was oh, just I don't know. Basically. I don't think that. Yeah, let's give <laughs> let's give Venom to Fox. I'm sure that'll go over well. No, I meant I meant to. Maybe, Fox oh, no, already has right. Venom, Chris. No, we'll have, Sony we'll have, has we'll Venom. Have, we'll oh, you're right. I'm sorry. We'll have Topher Gracie come back. <laughs> it's pitch raping time. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, Josh Brolin's going to be uh, Cable. I think this is a good choice. I think. Uh, yeah, me too. I think he's a great uh, actor. Yeah, he's he's a really good actor. I think he can pull off Cable very well. And obviously, as you mentioned, all the in jokes uh, regarding Thanos uh, will probably yeah. be fun to have in there. But yeah, it's you know it's they've been looking for months. I actually I think that they're going to start shooting the movie uh, next month. I think so. Oh, cool. This has come down right to the wire. Do you do you uh, think Sean? You can you can you know you know what I'm talking about. But remember the greatest movie of all time. Inherent Vice, or oh, Josh Brolin. You mean Incoherent Vice? Yeah. By greatest, I mean worst. But where uh, Josh Brolin More kicks pancakes. down the door to Joaquin. Oh, that. What? I was going to say, <laughs> mucho pancakes. <laughs> I just remember the only scene from the, that movie I remember is where Brolin kicks down the door to Joaquin Phoenix's apartment. He goes over to his table where there's all the weed on the table, lifts it up, and just eats the weed, and then walks out. Yeah, it doesn't I say a so word. I was so stunned. <laughs> yeah, without saying a word. And that that's probably real. how they're going to introduce him as Cable. It's real weed. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts on Josh Brolin as Cable? No, he's just got to keep Brolin, 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 Brolin. Yeah. Lip, right. uh, biscuit. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, some more casting news. Uh, and we're, we're going to be moving over to the Fantastic Beasts franchise. The Beasts. Yeah, uh, the the fi- the five movie franchise are trying to do. Uh, apparently, they found their new <laughs> they found their new hot young Dumbledore. <laughs> oh yeah, now we're talking. Uh, and by Avia Red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to be played by Jude Law as Dumbledore. Wow, that's a good casting for that. I like that actually. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give. Why don't you make like a banana and shit? 
Is this good casting? I don't know, because I don't really care. But People were saying they want Jared Harris, the son of the guy who was playing Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies. I'm like, that's... Yeah, apparently, Jared Harris is a good actor. I don't know. I don't follow him, but from Why what I was reading... Why don't they just Reddit, get Dumbledore to play Dumbledore and then reverse age him with CG? Yeah, more people should do that. They don't need to recast anyone anymore. Like, if they want to make Taxi Driver 2, all they got to do is just de-age De Niro. De-age De Niro. Yeah. Hopefully, Grandma... De Niro. Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I saw Fantastic Beasts 1, and that movie is a solid, like, 6. It was, like, it was okay. I feel like, like Fantastic Be Beasts, Fantastic Beats by Dre is uh, <laughs> just, like, fan fiction to appease crazy fans. That's a, that's a good it's, like, it's, it's Warner Brothers fan fiction to continue the Harry Potter franchise. It's, it's like it, that book that J.K. Rowling wrote. That took place after seven. Like it, it, it was like, yeah, she wrote it, but it doesn't feel like a real. But it book. sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just literally, it's their version of the Hobbit. They're like, all right, we saw Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson did such a great job making the Hobbit. Let's copy him. Yeah, he, let's. He half-assed a very small amount of source material, stretched it out, paper thin, made a buttload of money off of it. Just like you know what they're doing with this. Fantastic Beasts was like a fictional textbook inside of the world of Harry Potter. So when are we getting that... the extended cut? Oh, no. <laughs> where uh, where there's blood in it and uh, Batman says fuck. <laughs> Batman kills Dumbledore. Peter Jackson, the one man I know that could stretch one book into three movies. Yeah, right. So but Jude Law is Dumbledore. Um, do you think that Jude Law and, uh, and Johnny Depp are going to bang in that movie? Because aren't they supposed yes. to be like a thing? Dumbledore's gay. Dumbledore's yeah, gay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's how the movie will open up. It's just like a hardcore like sex scene. With <laughs> they, and they just they just show everything. Like it, not even not one angle is spared. It was like that uh, one of the very first episodes of Mr. Robot from season one. Like really the only good season of that show. Um, where the the main guy. Uh, what's the hell's his name? Tyrell. Not the, He's not the main guy. He's like the main antagonist. Tyrell is like trying to seduce this gay man. And then it like goes to commercial break and comes back and he's just having like violent butt sex with him. I was like, holy shit! You don't see anything, but you see enough. That's what the movie's gonna. I like open how you with. describe it as violent butt butt sex <laughs> as opposed to regular. It was, just, it was raw. No, no. Jesus. It wasn't. What? It wasn't. Sean, it wasn't passive butt sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm glad like, I wasn't I... watching that with my parents. That was. Just, that was... Like, no, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if they were enjoying it, that's fine. But I was just very surprised. You about your parents? But... No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I just mean, like, I was surprised to see something that graphic on USA. Oh. But I digress. Oh, okay. That, I, that, that's, 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 that's where I'm trying to lead the joke. We They, they just open up Fantastic Beasts 2 with a similar scene with that. <laughs> and uh, Johnny Depp and Jude, whatever his name is. Jude, Jude Judge Dreadmall. Um, law. You know, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. See, this is the one thing that I feel is just like wasted potential. Like none of you, none of you guys. Did any of you guys see Fantastic Beasts 1 besides me? No, no I, I have taste. No, no. I have well, I'm going to spoil some some of it for you. One. There's Fantastic Beasts. Two, three. Spoilers, everybody. If you care, skip ahead to five minutes. Um, so at the end of the movie, you find out that Colin Farrell's character is actually Johnny Depp in disguise. They Scooby-Doo unmask him. I'm not even kidding. They like have him tied up. And they they literally unmask him, and you it's Colin Farrell's face like dissolves into Johnny Depp, and he's Grindelwald. And Colin Farrell was really the only saving grace of that movie, in my opinion. He was he was really sold his part. He was chewing the scenery. He was a great villain. So it's like why couldn't Colin Farrell just be that character and like. I don't know. It's just weird. Because Jason Johnny Depp's going through a divorce. Mm, Johnny Depp looked like Johnny Depp looked like um, Will Ferrell's Mugatu character from Zoolander. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word anyway, for it. Anyway, rant rant over. All right, uh, and uh, a little bit more of casting news for this week. Uh, apparently, uh, Michael Keaton is is in talks to play the villain in the live action Dumbo movie, being directed by oh. Tim Burton. Please tell me he's playing the Dumbo's vulture. ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, who's who's the villain in the original Dumbo movie? Is there a villain? Uh, wasn't it Clay? The, cir Disney. the circus man. A cir maybe he's really? a circus man. I was hoping he'd play a vulture. Third time's a charm. <laughs> um, 
this is going to be uh, his first time working with Tim Burton since Batman Returns. Um, wow! Yikes! And apparently, uh, there's a, they're they're still filling out the cast. Apparently, uh, they want as the star of the movie to be Colin Farrell. We were just talking about him. Um, oh, okay. I uh, hope he turns into Johnny Depp at the end. <laughs> and Danny DeVito can return as the Penguin. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because Danny DeVito's also in talks to star in the movie. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, you think he'll be a Lorax? Oh God! No, I don't. I think he's he might actually be able to play the live action Dumbo. <laughs> I hope hey, Danny Dumbo. plays. <laughs> hope Danny DeVito plays Pennywise in the new hit movie. <laughs> That'd be amazing. If there's a female Bond, uh, he could be uh, Money Penny, the male version. <laughs> Ooh, James, I want to bang you. Oh my God! Could you imagine Danny DeVito in a, in a storm drain as it? No. Come on, kid. Come and float down here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kid. I ain't got all day. <laughs> <laughs> I got 20 bucks that I can make you float. <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck were we talking about again? Dumbo. The Dumbo yeah. movie. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Dumbo. Who's even going to see that movie? No one. That's who. Chris, do you know how <laughs> many people went to go see the, the, the Beauty and the Beast movie? But that's totally yeah, but... different. What do you yeah, mean? It's, like it's a... bestiality. Oh, okay, but people love Beauty and the Beast, regardless of its re- weird sexual overtones. And Dumbo came out so much longer ago than Beauty and And nobody the gave Beast. a shit about Dumbo, back then or now. Exactly. I don't know. I, I, I think it was pretty successful you back in the day. You point one person out to me that says, my favorite Disney movie is Dumbo, and I'll show you a liar. Okay, well, what's the, <laughs> what's the age range that I can use? They have to have been able to see other Disney movies. Oh, well, I can easily find someone like that, then. All right. Next week at this time, you bring me someone tied up. Take the duct tape over their mouth. Whoa, whoa. I like, don't want... I won't be implicated in this. <laughs> What's your favorite out, Disney movie? Well, you told me to say Dumbo, right? And then you put your gun away. <laughs> just hear a bang. He had to go home. <laughs> I'll just find someone at the, the dick sucking That convention. was the door closing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone at the dick sucking convention will know. <laughs> Be like, hey, you like Dumbo? Hell yeah! <laughs> All, All right, right, what's next? Uh, moving on. Um, I would like to classify this as this week's uh, what the fuck news. Uh, apparently, actor. Was it? You have an intro? No, I don't. I don't have an intro. Okay. Uh, actor. How do you say his name? Joe Mangliello. Is that how you say his name? Pesci. The guy who's playing. The guy who's playing Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, Joe Man- Mangiello. Whatever. Yes. Mangello. Man- Joe, yes, Mangello. Joe Mangello. Uh, <laughs> he has apparently co-written a script for a live-action feature film of Dungeons & Dragons. That's what? what? Done. Well, I, a, a new version of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what I to say. Know. I have, I, no, I have no emotional attachment to that game. Oh, All I, I can say I, is I hope they change it to Dunkirk and Dragons. <laughs> I didn't know that Joe Mangello played D&D. I didn't know he was that passionate about it. Apparently. Vin, I mean, Vin Diesel's a big D&D fan, too, apparently. Maybe they'll star. Oh, God. Uh, apparently, the, the script that he that he co-wrote, it's called uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight. So I, I smell a crossover, possibly. That sounds so lame. Uh, it's in the early stages, and according to Mangello, uh, they are, quote, talking to the right parties. So, Like the Democratic or Republican parties? <laughs> Here they are wasting their time going to parties, and they should be writing this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently we might be getting a new Dungeons & Dragons movie from uh, Deathstroke. I wow. care about that as much as I care about the new Dumbo movie. Or Deathstroke. Mm. No, Deathstroke's pretty cool. All right. Uh, and one more uh, new story we have for this week. Uh, every, is everyone here a fan of the movie Escape from New York? I, no. Snake Plissken. Well, yeah, I mean, I've never seen it, but I guess I could say I'm a fan. I've only seen the trailer. Uh, well, that's the spirit. Apparently, it's it's <laughs> it's the newest uh, movie to get the remake treatment. Oh um, boy! Yeah, appara- whatever. Uh, it was just a matter of time. Apparently, Fox is uh, doing the remake of the movie, and they're going to have uh, Robert Rodriguez direct the remake. Oh, cool! 
Hey, hey whatever yeah. happened to that Big Trouble in Little China remake? With The Rock? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's... Well, it, I don't know if it's still happening just because The Rock is so busy. Um, but I know... Maybe you got my letter. <laughs> you sent <laughs> a letter? Says, don't do it. Sign Chris. Yeah. Is Robert Rodriguez the guy that directed the Spy Kids movies? Yes. Evan's yeah. favorite series, next to Men in Black. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. Wait, wait. Who directed The Green Inferno? That was Eli that was Roth. Eli Roth. I, get, I get them confused all the time. Really? Okay, good. So it's not him, so it should be good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't think this is why it doesn't need to be remade in the first place. And I don't think he's the right guy to do it either because it's just going to be all green screened in his garage. Just like you think Danny Trejo will star as Snake Plissken? No, no, I don't. <laughs> That'd be all. I'd see it then, to be honest. Mm. Machete, machete Puskin. <laughs> <laughs> machete don't text. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's the news that we have for this week. Uh, I would go to Twitter for some Q&A, but I don't think we got any this week, Jason. Uh, don't believe we have anything, but I shall double check. In the meantime, uh, Chris, tell us about your favorite uh, holiday dish. Uh, Well... Honestly, if we're going to talk about favorite holiday dish, my family, uh, my mom's side is Polish. So we actually eat halupshi on Easter. It's a, What's that? A stuffed, stuffed cabbage. It's Ooh, quite okay. good, actually. Sounds good. Smells terrible. Tastes delicious. Mm. As, most ca- as most cabbage dishes do. Indeed. Yeah, smell like feet. Well, some people are into that, Jason. So, you know, this Easter we're all going to get together and just eat a bunch of raw eggs. What was the name of that dish, Chris? Was it what? What was it called? Halal? Halipshi? Oh, sounds good. I like cabbage. I know. Hello. <laughs> we all just paused for a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So there's no Twitter Q and A, Sean. I was just browsing through Twitter, unfortunately. Remember, everybody, if you want to tweet questions at us, please tweet at us. <clears throat> excuse me. Tweet at blah blah pod one. Any questions, any time of the week, we will answer your question. When we record, or you can find us on Facebook at Blah Blah Podcast. Facebook post a question there. We will answer whenever we record. Mm. Just an FYI. Also, before we record, one of us will blast out, hey, anybody want to ask any questions? So keep an eye out for that too on Twitter as well. Blah Blah Pod One. Okay, Sean, what's next? All right, let's go into miscellaneous. Right in my ass. All right, anyway, uh, our first, Jason, you want to take a guess what our first story is about? <clears throat> is it a uh, uh, is it a, a, a premier food establishment that a lot of people eat at? Uh, it could be, maybe. Is it rhyme with uh, turd gurgling? Possibly. Is it Burger King? Wow. <laughs> wow. Can you send that to me privately? I really want to make that my ringtone. <laughs> All right, if you want. Please. Uh, <laughs> you do that on iPhones? Can you make a, like sound bites like a ringtone? I, I have no, no idea. idea. I've never tried. Me neither. Um, anyway, so Burger King is in the news this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you play that one more time? <laughs> All right, if you want me to, I guess I could. Sorry. Chris hasn't said a word. I'm sure he's horrified right now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I know Chris. Chris is more more of a McDonald's guy. I understand. Yeah, I'm sorry, Wendy's. 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 Windy City. Bell's, uh, <laughs> KFC doesn't get enough love. KFC is really good. Okay, anyway, sorry, Sean. What's uh, what's the story? Uh, Burger King has created a new milkshake flavor that's going to be available next week for a limited time called the Fruit Loops Shake. Whoa, that sounds really good, actually. Uh, it's going to feature crushed up Fruit Loops uh, cereal mixed in with a vanilla soft serve and something that they're calling a sweet sauce. Woo-hoo. I think they may have gotten that at the dick sucking convention. <laughs> <laughs> is that, That's what the janitor that, provides personally. <laughs> is that is that sauce related in any way to the Mulan Szechuan sauce? Oh, I hope is it that, is. Is that Szechuan? I couldn't pronounce that. 
Sejuan, yeah. It looks like Sejek, it looks like Sejek Chuan, but it's yeah. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Saskatchewan? <laughs> yeah. Saskatchewan sauce. <laughs> this Tastes is like I think ground up westerners. Yeah. I <laughs> I think this is one of the few Burger King uh, items that we've reported on that I would actually try. Me too. Well, actually, I wanted to try those Cheetos. Uh, what is it? Those Cheetos fries, whatever oh, they were. Yeah, no, definitely not. I had stuffed Cheetos. I had them. How were, were they? they good? They were How like, was your shits afterwards? Uh, they smelled exactly like the food did. Like, did you eat your shit? <laughs> I did. I just, I could just, I, I could have perpetuated the cycle. I feel like it would have tasted the same <laughs> oh. and just came out the same. Oh. But no, yeah, if if you ever have like, I know some places make like. Fried mac and cheese squares. It tasted just like that, except cheaper. Mm. <laughs> Not surprised. Not at all. Uh, so what was this again? Uh, Fruit Loops milkshake? Yes, the Fruit Loops shake. Uh, next week, I think we should uh, just all go get some next week. Let's go. Yeah, please. Yeah. We'll all get a man. We'll all get a Man Loops milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that's that's at the Dick Sucking Convention. Okay. I know. That's what they're selling there. For sixty nine cents. Yeah, in those giant <laughs> in those giant penis bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, real quick, uh, we were off um, during April Fools, but uh, Burger King actually had a clever campaign for April Fools. I don't know if you guys uh, saw it, but they were have they put out ads uh, promoting something called Whopper toothpaste. Oh wow. yeah, I saw that. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, you probably didn't see it because, you know, typical Burger King fashion, uh, they didn't even release it on April Fool's Day. They released it on March 30th, so they completely missed the boat entirely. What the hell? Yeah. I, I guess, like, Burger King corporate's, like, two days in the future or something. I think they... <laughs> they're, 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 they're on, on fire. fire. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, <laughs> moving on, Jason. Are you okay? <laughs> Oh Steve, no! Are you, are you... I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you just collapsed. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Um. All right. Our next story: uh, Mexican bullfighter Antonio Romero uh, was reportedly gored so hard. <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, was... Gore! Gore! <laughs> it was rhino. <laughs> he was uh, gored so hard by a bull's horn during a fight that he required a complete rectum reconstruction surgery. Oh, oh my God! Right in his ass. Play. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most perfect usage of that joke. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Jesus, my heart goes out to him. The 1,200-pound uh, bull reportedly penetrated nearly a foot inside of Romero's rectum. Oh, and... Why? Why do these people do this? <laughs> Sounds like my Tuesday night. It sounds like something that the dick sucking convention. Was the bull just like running around with this guy just attached to him by the anus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like, help me. He was wearing him like one of those foam gloves you get at a Yankees game. <laughs> yeah, like the, the big foam finger. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. And he needed to undergo complete uh, reconstruction surgery, but he is expected to make a full recovery. So that's that's the so good like, side. What, when they say rectum reconstruction, like, what are they? Are they getting like an, an ass of a cadaver and just They're like stapling take it to him? skin off of his cheeks and then <laughs> make a tube and then cram it up his ass. You know what they do? You ever you ever look at how like a balloon knot looks? They take one of those and they just like graft it on. It's the same oh, shape. God. You ever, you ever see sausage being made, Jason? It's exactly. <laughs> I've seen uh, Sausage Party. That was a good movie. That's not even close to good enough. By the way, I want you guys to do me a favor. Go on your web browser right now and type in www. And listeners, I want you to do this too if you're near a computer or, or a phone. www.lemonparty.org. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll pass. I feel, like, I feel like we're in high school again, Jason. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I'm busy with this miscellaneous uh, segment. I, I can't. I can't look up that. That's all right. I understand. Okay, uh, Mr. Uh, what was the gentleman's name again? Who yeah. has to get butt surgery? Romero, Mr. Romero. Mr. Romero, uh, George Romero. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very sorry. Very about your sorry age. that you have to be subjected. They are subjected to this. I hope they give you the iron butt, like in that episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> the iron butt. <laughs> 
All right, moving on. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's new movie, it's called uh, Man Down, uh, has set a new record at the UK box office by opening to a staggering $8.70 from just only one ticket sale. <laughs> wow. Oh, these wow. memes can't can write themselves today. Was it his mom? <laughs> it might have been him. was so good, Shia. <laughs> might have been him, actually. That's what I'm thinking. I think it it may actually have been him. Um, can Can you fill me in? Like, what? Like, did this movie get like an extremely like limited release or no advertising? Like, what What makes it only get one ticket sale? Well, the uh, the film it stars Shia as a uh, war vet dealing with PTSD, uh, and it was critically panned when it opened in the U.S. Uh, late last year. With a, oh. I think it currently has an 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um. So, yeah, it, it basically, uh, you know, th- they think that it may have happened because they also released it on VOD the same day as in theaters. And maybe anyone that would have gone to see it just saw it on their, you know, at home instead. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's at least an explanation. But, you know, uh, we actually we had reported on a couple months ago about the previous record breaker, which was a uh, the. Emma Watson movie called The Colony, if you guys remember that story, which uh, it, it, oh, yeah, made, it, it only yeah. made like $20 when it opened uh, in the yeah. UK. <laughs> this broke that record. It broke that record, yeah. So I don't. It I'm, also broke the record for that Katherine Heigl movie, Zizek's Road, which made like 35 bucks or something like that. Did, were you just rapping? No, that was the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Zizek's Road or Zizek's Road. It made like thirty five bucks when it when it opened because in part of the half of that was like from the director's wallet. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh well, anyway, so uh, Shia's <laughs> got that that record going for him. Uh, we also have another Shia LaBeouf story. Um, apparently, <laughs> he was uh, recently in the news after freaking out at a California deli when a bartender wouldn't serve him an order of French fries. Oh, jeez. He was probably high. First Christ. world problems. <laughs> First world problems. Yeah. Um, Give me the fries, damn it. Just do it. The uh, the article says that Shia was visibly drunk after pounding beers at a local bowling alley next door. Uh, and he unleashed a verbal attack calling the server a, quote, fucking racist bitch. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. At least he didn't call him a puck slut. <laughs> yeah. uh, he also said, quote, I'm asking you... And why you won't serve me French fries? I'm asking you about the French fries, and you want to hit me in the head with a Grey Goose bottle. This man, Shia LaBeouf is out of I, is he's out of control. I appreciate him for his art endeavors, like he does some like pretty cool things, and especially that uh, what was it, uh, last Christmas or maybe it was the Christmas before we like rented out a whole New York City movie theater and played all of his movies, uh, like back to back or whatever like that. Like for like three days straight <laughs> mm-hmm. and didn't leave. I mean, I appreciate that kind of stuff because it's just cool and interesting and unique. But then he does shit like this where he's like arrested outside of an Austin, Texas bar for beating beating someone up or like shouting racial slurs at a guy giving him fries. It's like cr- this man is just crazy. He's out of control. He needs to go. Ca- he needs to go back to Camp Green Lake and dig some more damn holes. <laughs> yeah, gotta dig them holes. Dun dun digging. Dun dun dig it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holes is a great movie. Holes is a great movie. Got the theme song in my head now. I gotta play it. Um, Shia was eventually asked to leave while he was still verbally assaulting the woman and calling her a racist. So I think he believes that not serving him French fries is a racial act against him. Apparently. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, whenever I think of anti-Semitic stuff, the first thing I think of is being refused French fries. It's like the first, the first thing that pops in my head. Mm. Oh man, here we go. Oh, oh. I can barely hear it. Yeah. What a good song. You got to go dig those holes. <laughs> Steve, you sound like Bernie, or like, was it Barry White, Barry Manilow? One of those singers. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. 
Uh, a Pennsylvania man was arrested for drunk driving while wearing a green-colored St. Paddy's Day-themed T-shirt reading, quote, Drunk Lives Matter. <laughs> oh. oh. Was it, uh, was it Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> no, it was not. Wait, Chris. Oh. Chris, are you there? Yeah. Was it Evan? Not that I know of. <laughs> Probably. Um, I, don't, I don't think he needs that kind of heat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can tell you who it was. It was uh, 44-year-old uh, Elwood Gutschall III. <laughs> now that, that Excuse name, me? That, that that's a fake name. No, that name didn't happen by accident. That name was planned out. That name's been... Well, uh, there's been three of them. Yes, it's been carried down. The Back when that name wasn't funny, but now it's funny. <laughs> uh, what was the name again? Elwood Gutschall III. Wow, Mr. Someone, someone, was, someone was either a fan of the Blues Brothers or the Blues Brothers pulled some uh, some some reference out of that. <laughs> yeah. The only other L's, the only other L would I know is Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> uh, he reportedly had a blood alcohol content of 0.217, which is two and a half times the legal limit. Holy man. God. He drank so much. Yeah, and uh, they, they booked him for DUI. Uh, probably not. I the, hope so. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, the weird thing is, is, is uh, you know, he was wearing the St. Paddy's Day shirt, and I. It says in the article he was, uh, he was arrested on March nineteenth. So, how long was his celebration of St. Paddy's Day? That's what I want to know. Maybe that's why <laughs> his blood alcohol content was so high. It's like woo, four days. It's never days. ending. <laughs> four days. All right, and uh, our final story uh, for tonight. Uh, the Washington Post recently published an article where biology, uh, biologists theorized if hu- if spiders ate humans, how long would it take for them to eat the entire world? Oh, no. I'm well, scared. people are pretty big, so I imagine it would take a while. Wait, is there an answer to that question? There is an answer to the question. Uh, the paper, which was published in the Journal of Science of Nature... Uh, estimated that the total weight of prey consumed by spiders as a group to be between 400 and eight to 800 million tons per year, um, which is, that weight is larger than the entire mass of humans on Earth, which is at, at least the last time they checked, 287 million tons. So basically what they're saying is if spiders somehow were to eat humans, we would be extinct in less than a year. Good. Wow! Wow! Good. Just like that eight Good. crazy freaks movie, or eight legged freaks. I saw that in the hospital once. Oh wow! <laughs> Did a it spider didn't really help my spirits? <laughs> I, I can imagine. That's insane! My God! I hope that like I I I'm assuming Australia would be the first to go. They got the biggest spiders over there. Well, I think what they're what they're saying is is it's not so much just individual spiders. It's it's them eating as a group, because uh you know if if they all you know, bundled together, they can take out larger animals. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you can see them taking out like, uh, like birds and, mm-hmm. and you know, larger mammals. Um, you know, so, I mean, luckily for us, they only really eat insects, but, uh, you know, it's just interesting to see that, you know, that's how quickly we could go down. If, you know, one, sw- uh, one little thing happens. The world is such like a not to be too like philosophical here, but like human life on, in the world is so fragile. Like we have meteors and asteroids whizzing by us at millions and millions of miles per hour, like every day. Any one of those could just blow us up, and then we got like the threat of spiders eating us at the same time. I'm glad none of that shit happens. Well, Jason, I'm happy. Luckily, we have all that space debris to block us. Yeah, it you know it really fucked them up in gravity, but. Uh, <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen in real life. At least we'll have Sandra Bullock to save the day. Well, no, she's just going to go into the corner and bark like a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, bark like a dog. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all we have for this week. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been Blah Blah Podcast, episode 107. I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89, J-A-Y-G-R-E-E-N 89. Uh, follow this podcast on Twitter to keep up to date with all, with all of our content. That's blah, blah, P-O-D-1, the number one. Keep up to date with our main episodes, these sports episodes where Sean talks about WrestleMania and uh, any of well, our Steve's contests. Steve's there, too. Hey, yeah, oh, I am. 
Oh, yeah, Steve's there, too. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, shows yeah. how up to date I am. Steve's also there, too, on the sports episode. Great guy, that's Steve. Um, and shows. and uh, keep up to date with our uh, contests we'll be doing as well. One may be coming soon, if you want to talk about that soon, Sean. Yeah, so follow us on Twitter, blah, blah, POD1. Sean, you want to plug anything? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And, uh, yes, there, we have an announcement that's coming next week on the show. So stay next tuned. Weekend, it I... may have to deal with some sort of competition, maybe? If maybe. You, maybe. Something maybe not. Like that. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Steve, anything you want to plug? Uh, currently my phone in because it's a 5%. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, no, we're good. Uh, if you want to follow me and my wrestling shenanigans, you can follow me at Saiyan Barbarian on Twitter. And if you want to uh, not follow me, well, fuck you. Uh, and that's <laughs> it. Awesome. And Chris Holshue, the man who's living in a haunted house. Anything? Don't buy or rent property from a circus ringmaster because <laughs> you will regret it immediately. Is that your tip for this week? That's my tip for the week. He got his house from Pennywise. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I know. Been a good friend. <laughs> um, been a good, anything, been a good friend. Anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I haven't done anything. I want to plug the okay. walls when they start oozing blood. Well, yeah, the ele- I was nervous when the elevator came up to my floor and it started blood coming out of it, you know? Blood coming? <laughs> That's not normal. Well, the at walls least not- <laughs> green slime! <laughs> at least not this time of the month. Oh wait, they- oh, wait, they always do that. And there were those guys in the one room. One was in a dog costume. I didn't get it at all. Oh, no, those they're, they're staying over for the... For the dick sucking covenant <laughs> <laughs> They were getting ready. Yeah. They've gone full oh. circle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, okay, before we all get, you know, ha- w- a Tumblr tries to kill us, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, it's been our pleasure to have, make you laugh. I hope we did. Anyway, have a good night. Keep, out f- keep an eye out for episode 108 coming next week. Good night. We'll see you at the convention. <laughs> see you at the convention. <laughs>